what about their proximity? Because it looks weird. But there's no camera on today. No. Let the motherfuckers get snuggly if they want to get snuggly. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Let Nick tickle his elbow if you want to tickle his elbow. These are, Shit. These are niggas that was in the back of the class clowning everybody. The Frames Per Second Podcast. What's going on? It's your boy Nicky Doucet, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect. You now tune in to the Frames Per Second Podcast. Since it's February and it's the start of Black History Month, we felt like uh, this would be a perfect time to have a discussion uh, a, a conversation just on black movies, black films in general. Um, joining us, we have Shelton hey. from Black Career. Appreciate it, appreciate it. How you doing, sir? Good to be here. Appreciate we're doing, you. We're doing the black thing all the way around, yeah. ain't we? Yeah. <laughs> all black. Uh, I saw the, uh, what was it, the the dude from uh, CB4. I'm black, y'all. No, I'm, I'm black, black. y'all. I'm black. I see black, everybody. Black, I'm black, black y'all. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely going into that. So, without, you know, further ado, what do y'all consider a black movie or a black film? What is the qualifications? What are the characteristics of a black film to y'all? Well, for one, they got to be directed and produced, I think, by a black, you know. That's, that's what you think yeah. it should director, be. The director and producers should both be black. In my and opinion. the A celebrity should be black. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That, I, I was thinking about that, too, because I got rid of the one that I was going to suggest. Oh, because yeah, of that? Yeah, because I was just like, oh, I guess we can't really do mine. So I have to go back to my Plan B movie, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree. Man, I agree with that. Yeah, I hope your Plan B, B movie is not the same as mine. It can't be because you don't even. You probably never even seen this movie. Oh, okay. Oh well. Um, qualifications for hmm. you, Ken? No, I mean I. I'm, I think I'm the oldest here. Um, I think for me, growing up. Uh, a black movie was a movie. I guess it's the same as you guys, um, mm-hmm. where it's made by black people for primarily black audiences because the opportunities uh, to tell the stories they wanted to tell were not necessarily there. Um, I think I also think about black exploitation films and how they were also tailor made for black people. It was about stuff that black people like. If you remember Dolomite, that was one of the things that karate titties and it was something else, <laughs> but it was so funny because I thought about my dad and I thought about the people that were, that were, uh, my dad hung around that come around the house. And I was like, that is exactly right. And some of that stuff passed on to me. Like I remember watching karate movies and all that stuff when I was growing up. Um, so those were black films back then. And then it turned into gangster movies or hood movies. Like, Minister Society and Boys in the Hoods, those mm-hmm. became black films too. Mm-hmm. Then it went from that to Waiting as Hell and The Best Man and mm-hmm. The Wood. So I, the <laughs> Wood. So it it is is undergone a, a lot of changes and I think now it's in horror. I think that's what we're seeing now. So I, I think it's just showing us in a light and in different ways that Hollywood doesn't gener- generally give us the opportunities to do. You know, before we go on, I want to go back. So, you think it has to be a, a black producer? That's as what well? I did. That's, that was what I was going to say. Like, I, yeah, I I'm don't more care who loose. Yeah, them. I'm more loose with my black yeah. films. I guess really. Because I need like, director and writer. That's yeah. kind of it. I, don't really yeah, I need. I want all producer. three. I want them to check all well, three boxes. I mean, the producer, you want to try mm-hmm. Yeah, because the producer is kind of just like overseeing the whole shit, right? Well, they just fund it. From what I know, the producer is the person that puts everything like together for you. Like, we'll get you the budget. I thought that was executive producer. That normally that's what, I thought that was executive producer too. Well, yeah. well, that's what I mean. Like, just as the role of a producer, you're helping putting it together. The director is the one who just you know m- keeps it moving. Yeah, that's the important yeah. person is the director and yeah. the writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think the producer is really that important. I don't mm-hmm. think so because I always consider that just funding. Like whoever just helps you get the movie made. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and also to be even going even further, this is where I may differ from y'all. Like I just thought it was more about just having black leads. I thought a black movie was like if you have multiple black leads, that's what, that's what a black movie is. Nah, because then Django's a black movie, right? Right. Jamie Foxx is the lead. Would that count as a black movie? Dude? Right. They try. They yeah, yeah they kind of right. try. <laughs> they try because most of the people that talk about Django that I've seen because I'm, I'm I don't know a lot of Tarantino fans like diehards, but like when you bring up Django, all black people I know love that Man, movie. No, no fucking bad. simple yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know to that to that point real quick, um, just interject. I think. Um, when when you take that approach, that's why I'm starting to hear, and I don't know, maybe I heard it from you for the first time ever, 
people saying that the Lion King was a black movie because I'm so sick of this they shit. had a, a <laughs> James Jason Weaver. Yeah. James, yeah. Jason Weaver. And then in the new one, they have Beyonce and all these black people in it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, is that what you mean? Because remember that, I told y'all my brother said that the, the old cartoon was, was a black movie. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I've never heard that before until I got around me y'all. Yeah, well, me neither. I, I was, I, I said it as a somewhat of a joke, but I always thought it was a black film because I thought it dealt with black men's trauma and like when you deal, with, I was trying to make it more deep than it was. You <laughs> but was reaching like, like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. but I just thought because like Simba was dealing with a lot of trauma, and like and dealing with the father son relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, reaching. yeah, you're reaching like that monkey was reaching when he was holding <laughs> right. that damn, when he was holding him over the fucking cliff. And then the music too, right? Well, the music is too, but also I just thought that movie. I love that movie. That's right. That movie is one of the. I always love that movie. Play the Rocky theme music and shit. You always thought that that it was a black movie. No, not always thought, but I can see. I I wouldn't really argue against it, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's just animals. They really black. It's just the only thing you can say is Africa. It's just Africa animals. Like it's just. That's it. And I guess most of the voices were black. Yeah, they were probably scared yeah. to put white people in that because they mm, got in some you know what, big you're right. trouble. Unless they were in like South Africa. Still, you got some <laughs> African ass lions and monkeys and shit. Right. And you got Ben Affleck <laughs> and fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio and shit. Hell no, Mark Wahlberg. Right. David Schwimmer. Hell no. David Schwimmer. Man, that would have been a problem. Yeah, it would. Well, so. For for what y'all consider a black movie, when people label things as black movies, what do, do you think that that's always a positive thing, or do you see that something positive, or is it something as like it may be like a slight to it? I'm gonna read what Rod said because that goes right into what he texted. Sure it does. He said, uh, I, "This is Rod talking now." Not I Jason. think black movies you have always had. No, nah, this is Rod. Rod. Don't play that man like that. <laughs> I think black movies have always had somewhat of a negative connotation attached to them. They've always been attached to hood films or Tyler Perry-ish type films. And he says in recent years with directors like Ava and Ryan. I'm not sure who Ryan is. Ryan Coogler. Uh, oh, yeah. dumbass. Um, they're changing that narrative. So, yeah, I actually agree with him 100%. I think that depending on who you're talking to when you say, oh, it's a black film – it might have maybe not a negative connotation, but a not as serious connotation. Like if somebody says, oh, yeah, there's this dude, he, you know, there's a really cool black film. You're n- not really going to be like, oh, well, I'm expecting something that's high quality or acting that might win an Oscar or something. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, oh, this is probably going to be some hood shit like Baby Boy. <laughs> or How High too, Or How High. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Is that based on who you're talking to? And what I mean by that is if you're talking – among us, other black people, mm-hmm. do you think it would carry that same negative connotation as opposed to someone that's outside of? Do you race? even say that? When do you talk, I say it's a black film? Yeah, like do you say, oh, this is a nice movie, I just or like a nice film that I'm watching? No, I would say, say like, it's a, I would say it's a black film, but it depends on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking mm-hmm. to one of y'all, I think it depends on 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 your inflection. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's a black film, that's mm-hmm. different from yeah, it's like a black film. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. different. Yeah. So, like, like if you tell me, oh, there's this black movie that's coming out that I really think y'all should see, versus Nick telling me, yo, there's a black movie that I really want y'all to see. I'm gonna take Ken more seriously than Nick because I'm gonna assume with Nick is gonna be some goofy shit. Mm-hmm. Or not? That's goofy not a, shit. That's not like, a wrong assumption all the time. But Lion like, King Three. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm saying like, yeah. if Nick said it was gonna be a, like a black film, I'm gonna expect something more along the lines of like. You know, that my man's cheating and now I'm going to go shoot him and then, oh, who shot his sister? That kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not like some shit you would watch. <laughs> what do you think? Hell no. I think it's, uh, I think it's positive, but I can, because I, I love black movies, at least me personally. So when someone says it, I'm more interested in it, regardless if I think it's a goofy thing or something serious. Like, I just want to see more, because I, I have... I grew up in an era where I felt like I was seeing some of the best black films being made. Mm-hmm. And so when it's when it's when I hear this give, give me some examples. I was about to ask you the same thing. Well like I, I remember watching Jungle Fever. Mm-hmm. I liked uh um Do the Right Thing. So I Spike grew, Lee joints. Yeah, Spike. but I, but also like the romantic 
era as far as black. No, I'm talking about <laughs> ones from your era. That, that you well, that's what I'm saying. Up. Like the night, like that's, I have, that's me, that's bro. My, that's our era. Yeah, that's our era. <laughs> you, were, you were still such jungle like, fever. Right. Do the right thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just right. talking about like, well, because I have older sisters, so they would play stuff for me when I was very young, and they mm-hmm. were a little bit older. So like, I I consider my era. Yeah, it's not my era, but like so that late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, exposure to me. I grew up watching those films. Yeah. Okay. So I I gravitate toward those movies as well. I get you. But like, uh, but now as I got older and I started, you know, researching and just reading about people's conversation having about mm-hmm. films, when I see black films and how people talk about it, it's like, okay, now I know that there's nuance to it. There's two sides to it. So now I'm kind of hesitant sometimes to even say it because I don't want you to have any type of filter for it. Just like go into it like it's a black, or it's just a movie. Mm-hmm. But um, but for me, it's a positive thing. But hmm. yeah, I, I, I guess I've gotten more jaded as I've gotten older. Shelton and B, what, what do y'all think? I'm I'm the same way. I I think that I think black films are positive, but it's to me to be honest, like I said, if, like scrolling through Netflix, for example, if I see some of these films, it, it need to be something that I can recognize. It it can't just be because you got a lot of, you know, like the independent films. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching a lot of this stuff because wow. a lot of it it just seems like it's just not it's not high quality. So I'm not gonna watch a lot of that stuff. But if it's something that I can recognize. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna give it a shot at least. When you say independent p- films, are you talking about the ones with Amarion in it on BET? Yeah, those kind of stuff. I, I ain't watching none of that. Oh, stuff. okay. I, was, yeah. I thought you was talking about like Barry Jenkins or something <laughs> the like Cookout <laughs> Five. Yo, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I ain't, I ain't. You know, I ain't got time to watch none of that stuff. But you know, and you can tell from looking at the the cover. That's how I can tell whether it's something I'm interested in or not. And I'm gonna I'm take. I'm some of them would give a shot, but some of it I just I just skip past but, but yeah. overall you think it's positive I do I do hmm. I think it's it's positive to have you know just like we had black exploitation to me to be honest that was black people working mm-hmm. so I feel like it's it's still a place for it although mm-hmm. it can be mainstream as well like these um these new movies like the us isn't like you said the horror films these are mainstream films these aren't black films I think they're just mainstream movies with black actors mm-hmm. so these really things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm just kind of don't going back of all the movies that I've watched growing up up until now. And I mean, you say is it negative or positive? You say it can. Yeah, or, that's the question. Like, is yeah, it, yeah. Like when you when you consider black films, like I mean, black. for the most part, it can be negative because I mean, at least a lot of the black films that I enjoyed growing up, some of them had a lot of negative. In it, like I mean, I love *Men's Society*, but I mean, *Men's Society* is probably one of the most negative, dark movies. Oh yeah, that you know you can watch. You know what I'm saying? *Boys in the Hood*, mm-hmm. dark movie. You know what I'm saying? I love that movie. Watch *Juice*, dark movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so much negative and us killing each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I mean, as I'm thinking back, I'm like, oh, shit, this shit is probably negative. Baby Boy, even though I don't, I don't like that movie, but it's just a movie that people people Girl. love. What? <laughs> you said what? That's a random movie that I feel I like, like baby boy. a lot of black people sometimes... Paid in full. Like, they gravitate goes, to, that's straight what, to that movie. You movies. say black film, <laughs> my head goes straight to fucking Baby Boy. Really? Mm-hmm. Everybody gravitates every towards that when they, when they say black film. I mean, it's some bullshit. Don't get me wrong. It's some bullshit. Terrible ass movie. If I'm talking to a random person I don't know well, there's a lot of cliches in that movie. I'm so mad. I'm mad at John Singleton for that one, man. uh, (laughs) But it still worked out for him in his his, uh, filmography, though, because people love it, Mm -hmm. you know, as a whole. He had better movies than that. I think, you know, of course. But he was trying to show how different he could be. Yeah. 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 And overall, I I mean, for me, I didn't like it. I think it's a terrible movie. Tyrese was was the wrong lead for that movie. Tyrese was the perfect lead. Yeah. He was. He, he was. was. Acting he was. wise? Yes. He was. Because he, you don't need yeah. a good acting for a shit. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. You know, right, right, right. It don't mix. It's like the oil and vinegar. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't yeah. make sense yeah. if it was a good actor. Yeah. yeah. It, it became one of those hood classics. It's a hood classic. So, you know, I, you know. Well, it served its purpose. But I'll say, I'll, I'm, I guess with Rod, B, and, mm. and, and, well, B and Mike, like, I think there's a negative connotation that comes with black films. And I, I think what, what they already illustrated um, earlier is that a lot of it has to do with the movies that I grew up watching. Menace of Society, Boys in Hood, like we already South named Central. them all. And, and <laughs> yeah, when those did. movies came out, while they were telling our stories, the things that were going on and existing in the neighborhoods, they were very dark and mm-hmm. bleak and it was a lot of violence that white people saw and they just thought that those were really the movies that we could make 
you add on black exploitation films while people were working, you know, a lot of people looked at that stuff as over the top, you know, sensationalism um, with some of the things that they were doing. Those movies were not taken serious, mm-hmm. but they were for us and we enjoyed them. But Hollywood as a whole, they weren't rocking with those. So mm-hmm. that carried, you know, a negative mm-hmm. image to them. Mm-hmm. When do y'all think the genre really took off then? What genre? Or do you consider this a genre? No. What would you consider it as? Like just a category? It's just, just a label. Yeah. A label. I think it's yeah. a genre because, I mean, a black film can be a comedy. Mm-hmm. It can be, be anything, a, yeah. You know, a romantic movie. It can mm-hmm. be like some horror movie. It can be anything. So, I mean, as far as it taking off, I mean, I think they've always been popular because even in the 70s, we were trying to look for our faces on television. Yes. Yep. So we'd go watch... You know, the Shafts and the Dolomite. the Dolomites and the Blackulas and that kind of shit. Right. Just to mm-hmm. see us. Yeah, because they had 007 and we had Shaft. Yeah. He was he was our James Bond. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So do you you don't think there was like a certain era or like a run of like, like, th- like of when they were what? Like when they were really popular, really churning them out and like it was really good quality? <laughs> I don't remember. I think the, the I think the, yeah. some of those... <clears throat> Probably the 90s. That you, say, you don't think Lee. the 90s? Yeah, yeah with Spike, Spike early Spike Lee era. And, and, yeah. and Eddie Murphy the, movies, too. I think that those were popular. Which, 48 Hours? Yeah, which 48 Hours. Yeah, that's not really I, a you black know, film, yeah, It's not a black film. Yeah. You wouldn't consider that New. because he's the black lead? But he's it's only him. See, if you think about all of Eddie Murphy's movies, he's always the only black dude. Except for mm. Death by... Not and all the roles, What's the one where he's a vampire? Vampire in Brooklyn? Boomerang. And Boomerang. But like the ones that got him really popular... 48 mm-hmm. Hours, Golden Hills Child. Cop. He's the only yeah. black dude. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is white, and that's what makes it so, Trading, so trading spaces. Trading, trading places. places. Yeah. Trading places. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at the black guy in the white world. This is funny. Put a banana in your tailpipe. They love but, that but, kind of but, shit. But, but I think he held it up well, though. He he was, even like on Saturday Night Live, for example, like to mm-hmm. me, he held up the black part strong. Oh, he did. So, you know, even she, he had a that show, subject, not like, even just the black know, part. He had, right, a, but I wouldn't he call did. that he a black show just right, was, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> and and that's I guess that's where I struggle because you know, like even with our show, we we only got one Korean on there. I'm like, you are the face of Korea. You can't. It's not equal. You have to be stronger as a lead. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I saw it with him. He was strong enough to where he carried the weight of more than like black people went to see the film. Because he was black. You see what I'm saying? No, he I was, do, 100%. Yeah. But I still wouldn't consider it a black a film. Black film I because I'm, I don't remember who who produced or directed or wrote those movies. That's true. Or yeah. was Bruck, is it Brucken? No, it wasn't Bruckenheimer. Either way, I guarantee it was white people. He was the draw for black audiences. Yeah. Um, I mean, in some of those movies, one could argue um, that, you know, at a certain point, there may have been some, some tokenism there, too. Mm-hmm. It. it you know, if it depends on the film. What I was going to ask, though, is that could we say the same thing about Richard Pryor? Mm-hmm. Remember, he was with Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, some of his not biggest Gene movies. Hackman, but uh, G- um, what was Gene Wilder? Gene Wilder. Yeah. Nah, Gene Hackman is the other old black, white guy. They all look alike. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But his, his, his partner, crazy. Crime. Yeah. yeah, Stir Crazy. All those name? movies he was in. I think it is Wilder. Gene Wilder. I think it is. Yeah, Wilder. I think it's Gene Wilder. I say Hackman. Um but he was like, and because uh, the toy, remember that shit? Yeah. Yep. So he was like the only. He was only, the black guy in yep. the white family, mm-hmm. the white rich family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, I worked. look at, but but like, I, too, I look at it like Beverly Hills Cop, for example. It's mm-hmm. only Eddie on the cover. So, but at that time, they were only going to really give one black guy a, 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 a shot. Like, this is the guy. He was, yeah. It's always one at a time. Yeah, it went the, from Richard Pryor to yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yes. And then it went from Eddie Murphy. I think Chris Rock kind of squeezed in there a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, who was after him? Uh can't remember. But but anyway, plus, you get like, the nobody point. Who's it now? Judge Reinhold even was. Like, Kevin there Hart. was nobody else to put on the cover besides Eddie Murphy because he was the right. only big actor. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Kevin so, Hart. Is that who is now, you think? There, I was trying to think right after Chris Rock, but Kevin Hart eventually became that that guy. I guess yeah. I would say maybe Dave Chappelle before Kevin. He didn't do movies though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Well, yeah, he only had he a only sketch had comedy had show. Had That's had what made, blew him that up. It. That was one, yeah. yeah. Yep. I guess that was that wasn't really mainstream. It was a dope movie to me, but it wasn't what mainstream. Movie? It was the Coke Half Baked. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I never even saw that. I so thought that was pretty oh mainstream. Gosh, it was a good. I, was thought a good it, I thought it kind of blew up right there. Half Baked. I think it did, but I don't think it was meant to be a big movie. It was kind of like just something that was like his soul plan. 
Yeah, yeah, it was, but it just turned out to be really good. That's, mm. to so me, it sounds a, like it's pretty funny. Y'all were saying like that Spike Lee era kind of made everybody pay attention, like mainstream and like you know black audiences kind of met in the middle at that time as far as like recognizing this. Mm-hmm. It's because Spike Lee broke out of the 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 low quality stereotype that black quote unquote black film had. Yes, Spike Lee's movies. He went for a look that looked like what we considered Hollywood white films, but he just swapped out everybody that was white and stuck black mm-hmm. people in. So had, it was different than stuff. Too. And he had he had he had Major strong thing. messages, yep. and they were fairly artistic. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Where you know stuff like men's society wasn't necessarily artistic. Right. You know, we watch it and we're like, "Yo, I see what he's doing," but. You know, a Spike Lee film, it was just undeniable. You could feel, oh yeah, you right. could feel like the messaging coming out. I feel like Menace to Society, like to your point, is like, it's just raw. It's yeah. just raw. Yeah. People getting shot, yeah. people mm-hmm. dying. Yeah, you, you can know. have a conversation about Spike Lee movies and, yeah. and, and have different sides to it. Like, I got this from it. I got this right. from it. Whereas a movie like that, we all got the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. we got it, but we got the same thing. Because think about how many conversations Do the Right Thing had had created when that movie came right, out right. you know from different all different races of people you know mm-hmm. just because you had the different dynamics from the, the pizza shop and yeah. you know the guys in the corner and just like the hispanic girl like it was just so much so much you can you can gather from that and he had different right. people talking about it so mm-hmm. that's what that was dope about do the right thing right and you still got and it was crazy because about spike lee movies it's still stuff that's relevant today mm-hmm. especially with that particular movie mm-hmm. like that's insane um i know we have a a, a conversation as far as why we all got here um, when we wrap this up but I ha- I do have a question as far as like what are some of y'all favorite black films so leave out the one that you're gonna you know but what are y'all some just pick any of them that you would like to I shout got out one. Go. Uptown Saturday Night I don't know if y'all seen that but that's the hell that Bill is. Cosby and Sidney Poitier it's a little bit before my time but yeah, it was like in the 70s yeah right? it's a 70s movie but those are that was a good era for our movies too Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier made some great movies what was movies. Bill Cosby's role he was in Uptown Saturday Night they were like they were family men who put them they had they worked at the church and they put mm. the church's money up on a fighter and lost it's it's a really good movie was this was this B.E. or A.E. Before his eye <laughs> or after? <laughs> <laughs> How old is this movie? Because I've, I've it's never the heard 70s, of it. It's early 70s. Oh, it's a 70s wow. film. But okay. these are, you know, him. like I said, him and Sidney Poitier, they really play well off each other. It's funny. Mm. Uh, Jimmy Walker's in it. Uh, it's a couple of people in that movie. Mm. But it's, it's a good, it's where Biggie Smalls comes from, that movie. Which, oh, like his name? The name, yeah. Oh. That comes, that's one of the actors. I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, I, it's, I don't the, know that movie. Uptown Saturday Night, she, um, it's, it's three of them. They made three movies. I'll have to. And Bill Cosby of the all three? Yes. Bill Cosby, Sidney Poitier together. Why have I never heard? Mm, they are awesome movies. I probably yeah. can't find it nowhere now because they done snatched Bill Cosby's whole existence off Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's good, though. It's, it's really worth watching. Hmm. Uh, for me, uh, one of my favorite movies just Uh-oh. that I rewatched uh, recently was uh, Devil in a Blue Dress. Mm. Denzel Washington, Denzel, right? Yeah, I seen that um, one it had Don Cheadle in it as well. Like it was mm. just, it's it's a dope film that I think if you haven't watched it, please do. It's like early. Mm-hmm. I went through like a a Denzel catalog run where mm-hmm. I was just going through like some of his his hits when he was uh, during his prime, and like yeah, this is one that was like, that stood out to me. Did you get the Equalizer yet? That's a that's <laughs> a book. It, that came from a book. Yeah, um, it came from a book. Did you, you like Equalizer? Easy I haven't seen it. Bro, I saw the trailer and I was like, I want to watch this, but I don't the make first one is way better than the second. Don't one. watch the second one. The it second was, one is second one's bad. stupid. It looks crazy. The first one, you gotta watch it. Yeah, the is first it actually good or is it some bullshit? But it's good. Yes, it's some bullshit, <laughs> but it's good. All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I won't say it's because bullshit. you don't like you. You're not too too fond of action movies, or that's kind of not your thing. No, it probably yeah. come across as some bullshit, but good. Cause there is some bullshit in there because you're like, man, like, come on. But <laughs> as a person that, that can get down with action movies, I think what he's doing is, is dope, especially when you kind of apply, like, some thought process to, like, um, uh, how he goes about 
doing the things that he does. I'll watch it. It's I just worth saw, a watch. I saw the yeah. trailer. He walked in the room with a bunch of white people, and he was like, oh, you got the black card. I ain't never seen one oh, that's of part two. before. That's part two. And then they yeah. started talking shit, and he locked the door. I was like, oh, he about to fuck all of them. Yeah. But then the trailer cut off. Now, part they, one is like, definitely damn. better. Part yeah, one, I, I see. He, he should definitely stick to you know his his uh, not doing sequels thing. Mm. Yeah, because that was his first sequel. That, that was did. his first sequel. It's oh, like, wow. God. Yeah, and dang, I, yeah, I ain't know that either Yeah, until it came out. They yeah, gave him so. a bag for that. <laughs> that's probably why he did it. I mean, yeah. he's struggling now anyway. Ain't nobody running after Denzel. You think right he's now. struggling? Who is casting Denzel in like serious roles in 2020? Hmm. When's the last time Denzel was in a role where you. Yeah, Flight. Had what? Flight. That was what, 2020? But that kind of leads to. I have never thought about this before Me until neither. you said until it. Until you said yeah. it. So you yeah. think Denzel he is. Started, look, whenever you take. An actor that's a really serious, dramatic Shit. actor. The second they do an action movie, it's a fucking downhill that's roller the end coaster. Of it. When he did <laughs> Eli, I said, this motherfucker is on his way out. I'm not saying he's getting worse right, as right, right, an right. actor, but people are not rushing to be like, oh, I got to see how I Denzel see kills it. Yeah. Now, he was good in, what was the movie where, that he was in fairly recently? Where Fences. He, say again? Fences. Fences. With, with Viola Davis. Davis. Yeah. He was good in that. Yeah. But I didn't hear as much talk about that as right. I heard over shit like Equalizer mm-hmm. and well, Book it, of Eli. It got nominated for a lot of stuff. Did it win anything? Uh, I don't you don't like Book of Eli, did you? No, I, I thought Book of Eli was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> a blind motherfucker running across the goddamn state with a Bible was the dumbest fucking idea. Whooping I've everybody ever ass. Whooping everybody ass blind. It's the dumbest and the shit only ever. thing he was trying to get to the other side was a Bible. Right. Out of all that, I didn't like the end. <laughs> How do you even know it was a Bible? I didn't like the end, but I liked the journey. <laughs> that the shit Bi- was <laughs> the Bible wasn't even braille. It wasn't. I thought it was <laughs> braille. That's what I was going to ask. That's what. That's what I just Shut said. <laughs> How did he know it was a Bible? It could have been flowers in the attic for all he did. <laughs> right. I hate what, what, I hate Stephen break, King book. I hate when you break down movies like that because it makes it sound worse than what it is. <laughs> you got to, bro. See, see, I walked out with the understanding of everything he just said, but like I said, I was like, you I could watch it. Again. You were still holding I, on the hope. I did watch it. To be honest, I didn't watch it again. I'm more impressed the fact that it. For a man his age, he's even attempting to do those movies. I think what it tried mean, to yeah. be deeper than what it actually... It came across somewhat as it was trying to be a lot deeper than what it was. Yes. And that, that's what messed the movie up. I think they just should have just let this man just be an action guy. A blind kung fu action guy. Yes, yeah, I agree. If that's all it was, it's yeah, like blind some fury. Some right. cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd good. I, can't, I hate fucking Christian propaganda films. I yes, hate it. That was yeah. terrible. And when it ended and they finally showed what the book was, I was fucking like, screwed. Are you like, kidding me? Are you fucking <laughs> yeah. serious? Yes. Nobody could find the yes. Bible. I remember the theater. The Bible people... is the most printed book in the fucking it's world. Fahrenheit yes. 451. Maybe they burned all the shit. Man. No. That's what I thought. Oh the, they were saying God. like that was the last copy, right? Yeah, it's the last copy of the fucking Bible. Who else gonna find it? Except the blind guy. They can't read <laughs> the black man. <laughs> How do he even know what the Bible say? He's blind. He didn't have to know God was guiding him there. Well, God should have guided him a little better because his ass died at the end, didn't he? <laughs> didn't he? When he stabbed or something or shot? So I know he died. That movie would be in my always dying at he the does. end in a way like he I'm, does. There was a movie where he was helping this. Uh, he was a he, man on fire. Ma- you like yeah, that? I love that shit. That was no, my shit. No, he died Come by on, a little man. white girl. Okay. I can't believe you like that shit. Because <laughs> he was a bad motherfucker. Look, I liked the journey. I didn't like the way. <laughs> Hold on. She was, she was, wasn't she, she was half Dakota Hispanic? Fanning. I thought she was half Hispanic. She was Dakota Fanning, wasn't yeah. it? Dakota yeah, Fanning. White as was. fuck from yeah. Conyers, Georgia. Well, well, I don't, right. we I don't yeah. know he died at the end, Mike. He died at the end. I thought he died. Yeah, he we, bled, don't, he, we didn't see the body. He bled to death. We don't know that. We didn't see it. That motherfucker died in the little white girl's He was chilling. Thank you, Mr. Nigger. And she walked off. He's gone. He was he was gone, Ken. He was a bad motherfucker. Though. Holding that same the Bible. Yep. Yep. Holding that same <laughs> Why he just called a cop? He was a... Because he would have got killed. What do you mean he got killed? Because he's a black guy calling the cops. They he just... I was going to say... That's it's, been a whole other movie then. Yep. <laughs> it was funny that the black turned into Queen and Slim right. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I like the movie. The, bl- the, the black man taught the white girl to swim. That's what the fuck was. <laughs> man Wait, on fire. That yeah, I don't just remember it. Now you know that shit's wrong. How the hell that works? In Fences, uh, Viola Davis won Best Supporting Actress. Oh, good for her. But damn, you are absolutely Denzel right, man. Denzel yeah. don't pull the way yeah. he used to. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he needs to do more movies like Fences. I, I feel like he should step away 
from these action films because oh. it doesn't take anything. Just to age do gracefully is what you're saying. Yeah, just do what you're good at. Yeah, right. You but do we saying? see a lot of blacks like actors age gracefully? Like, yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, absolutely. Morgan Freeman yeah. did age gracefully. Yeah. And that's but, probably why he stopped doing movies. But here's the thing with with him doing fences. Did fences really fences make like people want to go watch it? It didn't. That was like a play. So how would that yeah, it's based on benefit him? But see, no, the thing is, what Denzel did was Denzel jumped out of what he was comfortable with and tried to do something different. Man on Fire, uh, uh what did we just talk? What were we train, talking about? Well, not Training Day. No, not Training Eli. Day. Because he killed Training Day. Of course. Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Yeah. yeah. What, was that, what was that other movie he did where he was like a train operator or some shit like oh, that? Oh, that was Unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, okay, like to, okay, to, to, to Mike's yeah. point, once yeah. 2010 hits, we get it Book of Eli. Bro. This is all in 2010. Book of Eli, Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. 2012, we get Safe House, then Flight. Safe House was good. 2013. Yeah, Safe House was all right. 2013, we get Two Guns with Mark Wahlberg. Two Guns was okay, too. We get 2014. Mm-hmm. With Equalizer, no. 2016 Magnificent like Seven. That's the same year See? Fences came out too, and then you get 2018 Equalizer too. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of action. Yeah, now, man. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's his. That's to his detriment. He's mm-hmm. he's. I've always said I'm not the biggest fan of Denzel because I feel like he overacts sometimes, mm-hmm. but I still think he's a great actor. I just don't think that he should have jumped in. If you want to jump into an action movie, do one. Or two, mm-hmm. but he probably saw that those movies make a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? Money grabber. It felt mm-hmm. like he he spaced them out enough to where uh, it wouldn't impact them the way it's impacting him now, um, based on that list that you just read. But <sighs> but he don't do movies that often either anymore. He does. That's the other thing. He and doesn't. if he does it, he's he's like a director producer because most of those movies that I mentioned, he's been getting like producer director credits for. Mm-hmm. So like, he should have tried to find more stuff like Training Day. Yes, yes, yeah. where he could show off his acting jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing that. We'll be back after this quick break. Hey, everyone, this is your boy, Nikki Doucet, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect from the No Disrespect podcast. Sorry to interrupt your show, but if you could please put this on pause and go subscribe to my other show, Dead End Sports, I really appreciate it. We cover everything from football, MLB, basketball, whatever's going on. If it involves a ball, a goal, we're talking about it. And we also bring in a few notable guests as well from the Dead End Podcast Network. So, again, please subscribe to the Dead End Sports Podcast and continue to enjoy your show. Well, one of the people from uh, the Reddit thread, uh, battered underscore Sphinx 14, uh, <laughs> he brought up a question for us to talk about. Uh, Tyler Perry just released the movie Fall from Grace, and some people have been saying it's his craziest and worst yet. Curious to hear what the crew thinks of it, but also a general discussion on Tyler Perry himself and his empire slash body of work. We've had a Tyler Perry discussion yeah. somewhere. I have to try to find it. Um, I heard that that movie um, had a surprise ending. I have not watched it because it's Tyler Perry. Um, <laughs> and the trailer, I watched the trailer. The trailer was like four it. minutes long, gives up the whole movie pretty much. Yeah. So it was like. Oh, I wow. I will say this about him. We talked about, you know, the studio, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is not about any of that. There is a show that he has on BET, which is the, the black ver- the oval. Oh, yeah. It is the black version of Scandal. When I tell you this is one of the worst shows on television. <laughs> oh wow. I am not lying. The acting is horrible, the audio is horrible, and it's not even original. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely horrendous. I watched like 5 to 10 minutes. I had to get up and leave. <laughs> and I was over at my father-in-law's house and he, he had it on. And and him telling me what it was about was more entertaining than what I was watching on the, on the screen. There was that's another, what is bad. Yeah. There was another show I tried to watch. I guess he had a deal with BET because he's just churning out them shows. It was called Sisters, and I was with, I was watching it with a woman, so that's the reason why I was watching it. But I, I still wanted to see like what has he been up to lately. And it's one of the it's the same it's beats. Bad, man. It's the yeah. same beats. Like he, I'm like, damn, how much drama and shit you're gonna put into the show for everybody gotta have some shit but you can't make it good and that's the thing you're not making it good and I I appreciate cause it felt like he was giving actors a shot mm-hmm. I can appreciate that but they're just bad actors they gotta be better actors out, out there than what he's finding and if you're giving if you're giving actors like that a shot and they're not good then what good are you really doing outside of employing them and someone could argue that that's the benefit and that's mm-hmm. the the good you're contributing back to the community. But if the product 
doesn't do anything and it only brings down his his catalog of work. Mm-hmm. So is that how to – I feel like people talk about him in two different ways. It's the empire versus the body of work. Like it's not like – like some people just want to focus on one. Like for me, when I think of Tyler Perry, what he's done is tremendous – However, but when you talk about like, oh, like, oh, he sounds like a great guy. He sounds like he's doing, he's a pioneer. What, show, can you show me a film of his that you would recommend? I'd be like, right, right. you might as it's well hard, stay away it's from hard that to shit. Do. Yeah. And that's, that's crazy for me to yeah. say that about someone who's, who seems to have a huge impact on not only just Hollywood, but the black community. Yeah. Does he I have applaud a huge him. impact on Hollywood? What, no. he, what he did with that, uh, you don't think that, um, Studio that he built I don't is think that Hollywood gives no nope. half a nope. shit. About they don't that. really. No, that's a black they thing. That's a black mm. thing. Because really, think yeah. about it, Tyler Perry, he's not hiring white people, <laughs> yeah. and it's not like he has white people flocking to his film. Exactly. So the only thing he's doing is creating something for a niche black audience. Hollywood doesn't give a fuck about that. They, they really, gonna keep because moving. black folks still gonna go see Avengers. Yep. They, you know yep. what I'm saying? They will only care if the Oval and whatever this other show you were were really good and people were talking about it. And they are, but in the name. Have, <laughs> you, heard, have you heard of the Oval? Have you? I've heard of. I, I never thought to watch it. If you watch it, it looks like a skit. Really? Like a Dave Chappelle <laughs> skit. When you said it, when you said it, you said it. It's my first time hearing about it. Dave Chappelle skit. I'm telling you because it's, it, it's like hilarious. it's like what Ken said. It's literally just a version of Scandal. That's like, oh, if wow. we were to make fun of it, this is what it would be like. Wow. It's a oh, that's it just, crazy. It just, and Scandal was already kind of going out there too. But like, yeah, this is like, oh yeah, this is just yeah. it's a parody. So yeah. and so that's the thing with them. Like you're you're making this this low low quality work that you think is serious because mm-hmm. and and that's what I I, I feel and I, I don't know if he's as good of a guy as they're saying because I remember that whole thing with uh with, with I guess when Boondocks were making fun of him mm-hmm. and you know there's he called around to Hollywood and had them take it out and take stuff off, like take that it, like, yeah, yeah. take it off yeah yeah so and maybe that was a brand uh management thing they was just trying to control his image and i guess if that's what you want to do but um but i i, I don't know even Chris Rock but, made but fun you, of him. But you know what's crazy? I'm looking at this, and, and I watched that movie. I did watch Fall From Grace. It said that 26 million people watched it the first week as opposed to 10-time uh, Oscar-nominated The Irishman. 17 million watched that. So wow. he's doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, he has an audience. He clearly has an audience. You, yeah, won't, you don't yeah. get this big without – but his audience, <laughs> it's just like – if these, I don't. Know. I don't want to judge the audience. No, but, judge the audience. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's just like to. if you these movies are not of quality as far as like you wouldn't really recommend this to anybody who's not just sitting on their couch, you it's know, trying to kill stuff. time. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of like I guess it's like watching the train wreck. You you watch it knowing that you're not going to be completely satisfied at the end, but every time they put it up, you watch it. You it's know, like, what I'm saying? it's like scripted reality TV, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in a movie format. So you watched it without giving it away, of course. What did you think of it? The same thing I think about the rest of this stuff. I just, like I said, just just sitting there. You watched all his movies? Uh, a lot of them. No, no, no. I, I am a, I am because he's black. You know, pretty much like that. But now, why did I get married and why did I get married too? I like those movies. For some reason, I, I thought those were good movies. Other than they that. They were actually okay. Yeah, other than that, everything else was terrible to me. But I like, like Jill Scott was in those, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like Jill Scott. I like Jill Scott, <laughs> yeah. too. Now, family, That's probably why I like Family That, that Praise was the best <laughs> one that I've seen he, he can do. Which is to me, that was Family That Praise. It's, uh, it's got Sanaa Lathan in. I ain't uh, seen that one. I, saw I thought little, that was okay. Idris Elbow. Oh, Daddy Little Girls? I guess. Well, he yeah. said with yeah. Idris Elbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did I get married and why I get married, too? Those, like I said, they they had a little humor in them and they, they, it was just good. They had Janet Jackson. Um Jill Scott and they were they were decent movies to me but you know what the issue is I've never I've only watched that daddy's little girl in full only because I was over at Christmas and the family was putting the shit on because mm-hmm. I fucked up and said I've never seen a Tyler Perry film mm-hmm. oh, oh baby, baby you got to see the one with Idris Elbow <laughs> and that was <laughs> and that was corny like it the, was corny the, as fuck yeah, the, the, but I've walked in the on gangster the, Oh, the one that beat him up in the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. It's like what the fuck. It's just, yeah. Give me. But I, I've I've seen bits and pieces of some of his other films, and when I walk in, I'm always just like, "How is this any different than some bullshit you'd find on like the WB or UPN or TBS or is it TBS or TBN? Whatever TBS, the fuck it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like this does not look like a professional movie. Right. And then when when you get down to the plot, it's like, are y'all serious? Like right. this is what y'all are heralding as the next big black filmmaker? Right. Mm-hmm. This what Spike Lee had to had to make the sweet blood right. of Jesus for. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. This is bullshit. Yeah. He didn't evolve from the place. Let me let me ask yeah. you this. That's a, that's a great point. <coughs> Who is the white version of Tyler Perry? Michael Bay. I was gonna say Adam Sandler. <laughs> is he a producer? A, yeah, no, 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 no. Michael yeah. fucking Bay. Because white folks love Michael Bay movies. Because all he does is blow what shit is a, up. What is a Michael Bay movie? Uh, Fucking Bad Boys uh, One and Two, Transformers. Well, besides that, oh, tra- Bad Boys One and Two, we'll give him a pass. Yeah, on yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just <laughs> naming movies like, like, like Transformers, Armageddon. Isn't that him? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, Armageddon was him. It's just yeah. all he does is blow shit up and have a whole lot of like expensive stuff flying around. That's his yeah. thing. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. his thing. And Tyler Perry's thing is let's show black people in peril. Yes, you know what I'm saying? And and black people. We kind of flock to seeing us, per, yeah. you know, depicted that way. And like I said, it, it with him, it was the plays, and that stuff works in plays. And so now yeah. it's still it's still the same thing. It's, so is is the issue if he was blowing shit up like Michael Bay, would it be okay? Is the issue the black people in peril that? That sort of black trauma that he's profiting it's off the of. Content. That's not my issue. It's my issue is he's just a shit. I think he's a shitty filmmaker. Yeah, I think he makes shitty stories. Like you said, he casts shitty actors, yeah. except for Idris Elba. It's all put together. And and what's what's the other guy? Um, Boris Chestnuts. Yeah, <laughs> he has a couple that he'll 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 get for these whack movies. But on on average, I just think he makes very bad films. Yeah. So do you think he? So would you say he helps or hurts like the representation of black people in the uh, film industry? I don't think he helps or hurts it because it's not like we're doing any better with white folks. And so white like, people not really watching the shit anyway. Well, that's true too. So, but if white people did, it's not going to help or hurt mm-hmm. us in any way. You know, I don't think he's he when I when I think about Tyler Perry and his impact. Yes, I think he's helping the black community. But I just don't like him on a cinematic aspect. That's all it is. I don't have any problem with him as a person because I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the whole South Park thing well, he Boondocks he, or whatever. He just recently came, uh, came out and said that he write, he doesn't really have a writer's room. He writes his own stuff. Yeah. He's, like everything. All like, he of it. That ain't shit to brag about. Your movies are not written. All about. of it. And that's, yeah. that was the main criticism that he was getting from the fans was just like, there's a, all right, that clearly you good for you. that's like Blueface being like yo I write all my raps dope <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't exactly that's what I said like, they were like maybe you need a writer's room but then he was saying that in the past he got screwed over by certain writers because every time you have to do a rewrite you get you have to pay extra for that so he just was like he felt like writers that's were, part of the game Tyler he felt, like, he felt like it was a scam but we're yeah. saying he needs a writer's room but 25 million don't feel like they need to yeah, that he needs one. Twenty five million dollars for people. People. Twenty five people that watch that First movie. But doesn't feel was his that movie way. rated well? Because Netflix ain't gonna give him another shot if his movie was rated poorly, right? I think they will. I think they do twenty five mil views. because because yeah, they're watching it anyway. Yeah. Like it's several people that think that these films will work. Let me see what he got. They well, still gonna watch. Yeah, but if twenty five people show up to that movie and then that movie ends up get, getting rated like a four point five. The Netflix knows that those twenty five million are probably not going to show up for the next one. But with his, yeah. they will. You see what I'm saying? Because just think about the one before that. His movie before that was trash. What was the movie before that? Um, what was his movie right before? Let me see. Like he's was had it a, on Netflix too. No, this oh. is this. I think this is his first oh, um, Netflix release. Hmm. Was it that one with Taraji? The one that we we did Aquamoni or something like that? No, that was that was a while ago. Oh. Yeah, that was your jam. No, he was talking about acrimony for weeks. I didn't see it, but it got it. It was it was pretty good too. I forgot. One and a half star Metacritic. Fucking liar! Nah, you are a fucking liar. A thirty four percent rating. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix ain't giving him another shot, bro. That is money. But I think I think think when it comes to these streaming wars, content is king, and whoever we can get the most eyes on one thing, they'll they'll yes. But if the look Netflix funeral, that was Netflix don't want to have a track record of movies that are rated a one and a half. Oh, that's true. They, they don't want that. But I, like I said, with him, though, he's still, even though his, it, it, it's like you said, the Blueface example. Some of these rappers are whack, but they got their audiences. Mm-hmm. He's like that. He's going to have these same people. They might not be 26 next time, but 20 million people still going to watch. But Netflix don't need that. 
Netflix don't need that. Netflix is making enough money where they don't need. I think they're greedy be- though. I think they want it all. I don't know, man. I don't think they're into it for know. the for the content and tech. Like you know, we want great content. I think they just like let me get these people watching. They want to see Tyler Perry. We can give them Tyler Perry. I think I think Netflix. Yeah, you're you're right about that part. But I think that Netflix also doesn't want to end up like say like a Showtime or a mm. Cinemax, where it's like, all right, I'll give this shit a shot, but it's probably not going to be good. Like Netflix wants to be known for like, yo, if you if we have original content, you right. it's check worth it a watch. Yeah, that's why they, if you get a one point five, clearly that shit ain't worth a watch. That's why they've been doing that lately ever since they kind of you know changed the rules on what is considered a film as far as when these awards come up. That's why they've been pushing to get the Osc- the Oscars for Irishman, Marriage mm-hmm. Story, yeah, you know all this other stuff that's like. And now Fall from Grace is a uh, <laughs> Bad Boys considered a black movie? Yes, no. To me, it is. Is it? Mm. I'm asking. I, I, I would have said yes before, but after we were talking about yeah. it, it doesn't have a black producer or writer. I would have said so before today. Yeah, yeah like from, <laughs> from y'all uh, characteristics, no. But for me, like coming in, yeah. It's I kind of want to say yeah, too. I just think, especially when you're A and, you're a and B sides are both black, I think it is black movie. Like, I'm surprised it doesn't have a black writer because them them some black ass jokes. I know. I heard that. I uh, it was improvising a lot. <laughs> oh, that's probably was, so. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. so. I heard that Seth Rogen wrote some jokes for black, uh, Bad Boys Two. They like, probably put that. insert joke here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just let them run. Yeah, you do it. Do what you do. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. So can we swap it out? So can we say okay if it has a primarily black cast? That's but it I doesn't guess. have like a black director yeah. and writer, et cetera. It's I think it has to be film. one or the other. Okay. Because the cast is kind of half though, right? Because after, after Martin and Will, you got the oh, captain. Yeah. Yeah. You got um, the girl. What's the girl that? The fine one. The, uh, the Spanish one. I, yeah. I just, her. And yeah. Well, you, got Martin, of, I just you got Martin's family though. Yeah. They considered a part of the cast. His sister. Because what was what's her face? Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union was in the other one. No, I'm, thinking, like, I'm thinking of the first bad boys. I'm just looking at the first. That's what I'm talking about. Or like his wife. His wife was in it. Yeah. His wife's been in all of them. Okay, I'm just. I don't then, know. Then man. the two guys, the other two, the Hispanic partner and the white guy. I mean, we like, we included in the family. Yeah, <laughs> like when we think about, we're like it's going to be. If you go to a black person's home, you're going to see bad boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that if if A and B, definitely it's a black movie. If the top two actors are black, it has to be a black movie. I don't know anymore because it's about them. You know what I'm saying? It's because like now it's more about the question of is it more about black representation or coming from a All black right, mind? So is Independence Day a black movie? Hell no. Hell no. Nah. Uh, so, Enemy yeah. of the State. Who was in that? No, Will, Will Smith. Smith. I, I'm, was he the only one? Uh, yeah. Him and Regina King. What about, uh, uh, what about the other movie? Uh, the, the one with him crying in the bathroom. Oh, ha- Pursuit of Happiness. That one is. Is, is that a black so. movie? That's a black so. film. That's a whack film. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I think it's, it's a black, black movie. Yeah. I think it's black because it's... Pursuit it's, of Happiness? Yeah. I would say... Him it. and his son. It yeah. didn't feel like What about After film? Earth? <laughs> that's, that's an afterthought. Or <laughs> <laughs> <More> iRobot. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, it's, it's, it's more yeah, about... that was two black people. Right. Hey, look, A and B. A and B were both black and Gemini, man. That's true. A and B. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would consider Bad Boys a black. F- I, I guess you kind of can't, can you? Yeah. Damn, that's a good one. But I, I never looked at Bad Boys as be like, okay, that is a black film. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say, say no. no. I it want is, to say yes, but if you I'm type in African American no. films, it'll come up. Yeah, because it's you know because there's two Negroes. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> yeah, but 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 who 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 makes these rules? It's usually white people. Yeah. And they're gonna say that that's a black film because it got two black people. Well, in usually, it. usually it's a black film if it's like the po- whoever's on the main poster. Right. They that's what, that's how I took it. Like I said, that's why I said Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Because Eddie so, Murphy's on the so on the poster. So I, I pulled up a list. So I typed in black films. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read off a few that I, I think may Black Panther is that a black film? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But even though it was not a black writer, I'm well, sure it was. It was a black writer. Ryan oh Coo- yeah, 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 Ryan Coogler. Oh, okay, did. all right, all right. All right. Oh, he was a director, wasn't he? Right? Yeah, he did, he wrote and directed. Yeah. Okay, and that definitely counts. Then. Yeah. Um, let's see. Malcolm X. Who wrote that? Spike Lee, Spike right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Boy, I can't believe you. Can, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you questioning that kid. Close, that? close that laptop on. <laughs> I'm looking for bad boys, honestly. Uh, Glory. I was. Who wrote Coming to America? It was a mm. white guy. I'm sure it was a white guy. Yeah. So is that a black film? Yes. Man. Oh, man. I think we got the... Who wrote What's Love Got to Do With It? Because I would say Tina that's Turner a black it. film. 
Ike make that a black film. Tina Turner, Brian Gibson. Who the fuck is that? You gonna eat this cake out of me? He's director. He's white, of course. I don't know. We gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta rethink this. Yeah, because some of the movies that we consider black films or black people love are are direct. They're just black led films. Yeah, but they're not really. But what's blacker than what love got to do? Which why is that movie black? It's just a black dude beating up a black woman for fucking an hour and a half. Well, I was looking and then at she it finally the, get away. The positive side of Tina Turner's rise, but yeah, mm. you can look at it that way. That's too. true too. Damn, yeah. the five heartbeats. That's a black film. That's got to be Robert Thompson. Black Robert yeah, Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we good. Yeah. Written and directed. Coolie High. That's a black film. Yep. Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, that's a black film. I don't. S- I haven't seen Bad Boys yet. They got Dream Girls on here. I don't know who. I don't follow one? directors like no, that's that. Sparkle. But like, what about Color Purple? That's Steven But that's a black. Damn, consider that a black film. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Steven Spielberg. Uh, one thing. I think yeah, he he, direct, he, he produced written, it. I think. I think he written and directed. I don't see that. No, he didn't write that. He didn't write that. Nah, Call me see. a book. Oh yeah, that's right. Duh. Hold on, let me Duh. see. He could have yeah. done the script. He definitely directed it. They got <laughs> Quincy Jones did the music for it. So I did one. So I I clicked on uh 100 best black movies 21st century. These they got Fast Five on here. <laughs> God damn. Antoine Fisher. What's that? Keanu. Yeah. Keanu. See, drumline, this is a bullshit. <laughs> this is a joke. This is on Rotten Tomatoes, by the this way. This has got to be a fucking Keanu joke. Keanu definitely kind of is. Oh, Love and Basketball. Keanu yeah. de- technically is a considered black film because Jordan Peele and Mike- Keegan Michael Key wrote it. Ghost Dog. What the fuck is Ghost <laughs> With Dog? With Forrest Whitaker. With Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. That ain't no damn black film. Isn't he the only black dude in it? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That soundtrack dope as hell, though. Yeah. Barbershop on here. Ray. Ray oh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Was that? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't even. Hustle and flow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop that trick. Yeah. Yeah. Mino May has wrote the screenplay, and he's not black. Hmm. This is for color purple. I'm saying mm-hmm. the princess and the frog. I say that count. That black. I never even heard of it. No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's it's. I, I wouldn't consider that a black film. I'm trying to see if Bad Boys on here, but anyway, um, it seems like it's not. You struggling to find mm-hmm. it? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's rolling real fast because like, 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 it has a yeah, cover oh, that I recognize. Look at past, though. Look Django. at you past. Fucking Django. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like when it comes to, 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 black, to ain't he? yeah, he he wishes. <laughs> he wishes he was. I feel like when it comes to how people categorize these movies, as long as there is a black lead, they'll call it a black film. Yeah, which I think is kind of racist. Well, I think it's a compliment because it says that the black person is dominant. No, what it says is we notice that this is different from what we consider normal. I feel I like you're you. looking at it like it's the one drop rule for films. Bad <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. For the record, Bad Boys did not make that list. Yeah, because it was it was at all. produced, written, and directed by a white man. But, but, there but were, so was yeah. Django. Yeah. But I think it's more about the, the I think because the, the, the story has to deal with because you could drop certain culture. Because like, yeah, you could drop two white men in, in, in Bad Boys. Bad Boy. Like, I know how you look at Bad Boys, but I'm just saying, like, it originally wasn't so meant it could to be, be Starsky and Hutch. It technically could be, right? Because there's nothing really. Well, I think B said the best: the black lethal weapon. But well, lethal weapon had a black dude though. So, but I, you don't I, consider that a black. I think, oh, yeah, I think black, Starsky black and Hutch is a better. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Well, hold on, lethal weapon four could be considered a black film because wasn't that with Chris Rock? And, uh, <laughs> Monster Ball only had one black person in it. Monsters Ball is a black film. Nah, How the fuck? They have it nah, on that's list. not a black film. Is that the one where it's, so uh, bad boys can't make this? Make me feel good. Can you make me feel good? I hate. <laughs> Can you make me? <laughs> that's that's literally the. Wasn't Diddy in that movie? <laughs> What? Uh, I, 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 I think he got like electrocuted or something. No, he got you know killed. Oh yeah, he was. He was a criminal. Yeah, You're right. He sure the fuck was. Snakes on a plane should have been on this list. Yeah, before Django and what, Monsters fucking. What about ball. the other movie that that uh, that um, Samuel Jackson played in? Uh shit. He uh, it was this white girl in it. Oh, you talking oh, about Black, Black Snake? Oh, Black Snake Moe. White girl on a leash chain. Ah, oh, hell no. Nah. That should be a black film. That should be on this list. That's how we do these white girls, boy. I swear, I thought that was a porn. I was like, bro, they got Sam in this porno. He fell off. So I can see that meme when you said it. I can see him sending it. Oh. Man, but, but we uh, also not only did we want to have a conversation about black films, but uh, I think Mike, you brought up this idea, right? Yeah, yeah. As far as Mike had the idea, it's Black History Month, 
and this is frames per second. So what better way to, you know, showcase our knowledge of films but just doing a recommendation of black films to each other for us to review. This is kind of like a rewatchable type of edition th- of things. So the black e- version. So who's black. going first? Um I could go first. All right. Cuz cuz can you mention one of the movies that I was going uh Django? <laughs> no. <Nah>, <laughs> <laughs> uh Antoine Fisher. Uh, the one uh, it was Denzel. Know what that is? It was Denzel. I watched it. It's Denzel's first. Uh, it's his directorial t- uh, debut. Okay. film. It stars Derek. I think this is Derek Luke's yeah. breakout role. It was. Um, and because I, I at first I had a different film, but for feet okay, for you seen. I'm sorry, you seen Notorious. You saw the movie Notorious, about Biggie. Yeah, but I don't really. Okay. that's your um, recommendation. No, 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 no. It was Puff. Yeah, he was Puff. He was the guy that played Puff. Yeah. You want to know who, the main character, Antoine Fisher? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know his real name. <laughs> this fool. But yeah, that could be your recommendation. Be I, I like Denzel it. directed it and produced uh, it as well. So yeah, I wanted uh, just to get y'all thoughts on that one. Okay, Anton Fisher for uh, you. I haven't watched it since it came out. Yeah, so. me too. It came out in two thousand two. So I know. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't, it. Eighteen I years later. So I'll tell you. I, I I had two choices before, and I couldn't decide. And I was originally going to go with Candyman. Oh, then I felt weird about it because Candyman. Well, because Candyman is it's not really a black film. It's, I mean, he was in love with a white woman and they lynched him and cut his hand off, and then he came back and started fucking all these hoes he, up. He was in the hood in Chicago. He wasn't. Man. He wasn't. He wasn't yes. Cabrini Green. So part part of me wants to say it's <laughs> yeah, a black film, yeah, but I'm you. sure I don't know who I wrote it you. and directed. Clive, it, but I'm sure Clive, Clive Barker wrote the story. Okay, did he direct it too? I, I mean, he probably did. Yeah. And Clive Barker's far from black. He is. So, <laughs> and Candyman was killing black chicks too. Mm-hmm. So he, it, it he wasn't. Was. It, I can't. I can't. It's I, a personal I, favorite. You remember the it little, is my you personal remember, favorite. You remember the little boy that was in Candyman? Yeah, the one that talking about, you know, hey, if you lose you, that, you may as well be mm-hmm. dead. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You you know, he, well, he's from here. He's a, oh. Actually, I know him. He's in Baby Boy 2. You remember the, the boy There's that he was whooping too? Nah, no, I mean, Baby Boy is with. Oh, you remember the one that was getting whooped in Baby Boy? Uh uh. When he whooped him with the belt? When they were, they, he had him in the when they were when they stole his stole his bike. I think it was. They oh yeah, yeah, remember they had him in line and he said, "Oh, you think you tough?" And he whipped him with the belt. Yeah, vaguely. That's the same, That's the same boy. boy. Yeah, I never even he played that. he played both those parts. I mean, only thing I know him from is Candyman. Yeah, mm. you know. I just had to mention that since we were talking about how bad that one film was. And now well, we talking about yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Candyman's a lot better than Baby Boy. So, so he came full Candyman, circle. What is, what is it? I heard you looking for Candyman, bitch. I heard you looking for, <laughs> <laughs> for Candyman, bitch. Yeah, part of me does want to say that movie, but I would just feel weird being Black History Month to be like, all right, right. yeah, here's a movie about a black man in love with a white woman. Getting his head cut off. And then getting, getting, getting <laughs> fucked up. Right. Uh, so my second choice was Bamboozled, only because it's my favorite Spike Lee film. So I feel like my conscience says I would have to go with Bamboozled. I feel like if I went with Candyman, they would eat me up on Reddit. Mm. Like, of course, Michael picked a movie with the black man mm. in love with the white bitch. Mm. So, <laughs> I, I feel like I can't. Verbatim. That's exactly what would happen. That's, That's probably what I'll, the comment I'll put. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I'd have to go with Bamboozled. Because, I mean, I think you've never seen Bamboozled, right? Yeah. Or you I've seen all Spike Lee's joints. I'm sure he hasn't. No, yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking I up, keep, I keep yeah. missing it. Yeah, you Bro. fucking up. I couldn't find it. I mean, that's prime that's Spike one. Lee. That was yeah. man, Spike Lee was on the run. It's the most underrated. Yeah, film. it like, is. No it one is. talks about like people always talk the most creative yep. movie in my. I'm gonna opinion. watch that. I gotta watch it. That's what it is. So yeah. what? What yeah. was the one that you I had? Said? The, I couldn't find oh, the DVD. I got it, but I didn't have the DVD. Um, mine. Uh, when we were initially talking about it, was uh the Legend of Nigger Charlie. Um, I think the difficult thing would be finding a way for all of us to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll work on that to see. And then I'll need to come up with a backup movie for us to watch. Um, and I've been thinking about that. Uh, so let me think a little bit more. B, what you got? Harlem Nights. Ah, mm. God dang. Harlem Nights. Mm. Harlem Nights. Yes, sir. Perfect black. I mean, all black. All written, produced, directed by Eddie Murphy. Uh, music by Herbie Hancock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I just love that movie. I mean, I like the fact that you have a movie. Of, well, I don't want to talk about it. Never mind. You know. Tales from the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Blank man. <laughs> I was like, Meteor man. <laughs> Bones. Yeah. With, uh, with, with Snoop Dogg. Oh man. Yeah, you can get Legend of Nigger Charlie. You can rent it for three dollars. 
on Amazon Prime or YouTube. Oh wow! So we can we can do that one. Is that the oh, one you want? Let's do it. Well, no, mine. Let me, oh, yeah, go I got. I man, it's hard for me too. I got two because I go old and I go new. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily new, but old, older and old. So old, I always do my favorite movie of all time, which is Which Way Is Up, Richard Pryor. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. That started. That started the whole like multiple plant, characters. Yeah, multiple, yeah. And, and that, that is that, just, that changed the game. Yeah, that's just an amazing movie to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that damn it. preacher. <laughs> yeah, the preacher was the funniest thing. <laughs> he was the funniest motherfucker in that movie. Oh my gosh! And then, well, I had two other ones. I was thinking about Cooley High, but that's something else. Because mm-hmm. it had that. That was that's old. And Five Heartbeats, of course. But oh yeah, the with, uh, the Temptations movie. That's a that's yeah. A that's a, yeah, too. that's a, that's yeah. A, Temptations yeah. of Five Heartbeats is always an argument for me. Eddie Kane, yeah, <laughs> yeah. either Eddie Kane or Some David Ruffin. Sh- you know what I'm saying? Like. Yep. Those classes, <sighs> man. Man, yeah, I like, I like, I like y'all, man. Bamboozled and Harlem Nights, mm-hmm. man. Antoine Fisher, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was leave the Knicks, boy. <laughs> I never seen it, so. no, because I, I no, was going. No, it's going to be interesting. No, 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 no. Do it, because I think it's going to be interesting discussion. Mike, you seen like, which way is up? I have, but I don't remember it. Mm. I've seen. I saw it a long time. It's, that shit is the same thing, movie. but I, yeah. I definitely in, enjoyed it. Um so yeah, I, I, I like that pick too. Yeah, I really wanted to go with a black horror film, but mm. there's not, not really Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. What happened to Bones? <laughs> <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn was it? <laughs> what about uh, Count Black? So ba- I can't believe they have fucking Dwayne Wayne out here. I know. <laughs> like, and the ghoul and shit, mirror falling off, hand falling out. So bad. That, that to me, that was like, all right, it's over him. Like he, oh yeah, he, he was like after the the, oh, yeah. the different world <laughs> projected. Yeah, we that haven't was, seen him since. Yeah. Mm-mm. What about uh, Leprechaun in the Hood? <laughs> oh my god! No. Like right. Hey, but you, but no what, what was the one the you said? You said it. The um, Tales from the Hood. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, Tales that from was the shit. Hey. Or you could do scary movies. That was are those black movies? Yeah, with the Wayne Brothers. Technically, you could consider it. Could you? Because there's, I mean. Just them are they the leads? They're not even really the leads. The no, leads are always white people. They, yeah, yeah, the they're, not, they're not in the it. Yeah, they are. They're in it, but they're not leads. Though. They don't have to be leads, though. Mm-hmm. They're in it. Nah, they directed it, right? Yeah, yeah they directed yeah, it. They, they really wrote produced, it. Yeah. So what is? What about white chick? What is the best black? They in that too? That is a black movie. Hey, what is the best black horror movie though? I would have said Candyman before today. I guess. I mean, I kind of still want to say Candyman. Would you consider is Get Out in that? Yeah, I mean. When, cause I was I typed in black horror movies because I mean there really aren't it's a not. lot. They got it's another not, movie. Man. He got another movie coming out now, right? Yeah, he's he's redoing Candyman. Oh, that's yeah. what that is. Jordan Peele is, yep. Mm. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of black horror films, but in my opinion, there's not a lot that I really enjoy. Right. Um, there is a there is a documentary thing that came out recently called um, Horror Noir that I think is pretty cool that talks about. Um, the role of black people in horror, mm-hmm. mm. but again, when it comes to like, what are my favorite horror movies? None of those movies are in there. So, oh, was Ma? No. Is Ma? Nah, it's Ma. Ma? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a black horror movies that came up. That's some trizash. Beloved, <laughs> remember that movie? That yeah, was yeah, bad. yeah. Beloved, yeah, that, that wasn't, movie wasn't bad. bad. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think there was a quotable out there. I can't remember the line, but I think people were saying stuff out of that movie too. Why they got juice on here? As a horror, how the hell yeah, is juice a horror? Movie? I know, right? Not at all. Riverside, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah about, that's all they got. Have you ever so. seen Death by Temptation? Probably of course. Yeah, I yeah. seen that. That has yeah. Dwayne Wayne in it too. Yeah, yep. His little preacher, preacher friend. Was it really a horror movie though? It was because she was like a vampire. Remember, she was like she was seducing his friend, his church going friend. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Petey Wheatstraw. The fuck is that? That's a rapper. No, that's um, I ain't looking at it now. But that's um, Dolomite. Oh, I was about. To, isn't there a rapper named Petey Wheatstraw too? Devil's son-in-law. That's a rapper named Pee Wee Longway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might be thinking of Pee Pablo. <laughs> I will say this though: if you want to see, and Mike will agree with me on this one, if you want to see one of the blackest characters in a horror movie, watch Night of the Demons. The black dude in there and Roger. <laughs> you talk about someone that was truly acting black. Bruh. No, he did. But I feel bad because, like, he was such a bitch. He was? Whenever but, anything happened, my man was out. He was out. He, he but was that was the, out. That was the blackest. Man, that's what made right. that shit so He's black, on, though. Yeah. That's what makes that movie so the good. Scene, the scene that I tweeted you a couple years ago when, remember, they was all getting cornered in by the demons? 
Oh, he jumped out the window. <laughs> he was like this. I saw the guy. He looked. He looked around. He sure did. He, he said, can't he fuck this. His head. Not me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what's so good about that movie because, like, typically the, moment the black ever. dude will always end up dying. dying. The white lived. girl, yeah. this motherfucker lived. lived to the end, and that was not a common thing for those movies. It was not, but they made it very obvious. Like the white chick was the one that was fighting the demons. The brother was gone every <laughs> single time they showed up. He was gone. He ran. Yeah. He wouldn't even tell them, "Yo, we gotta go." <laughs> He's just like, "Ah, oh, yes, I'm gone." What so night of the demons? Yes, I'm to watch that. Yes. Am I, that's one of my favorite horror movies. It's am crazy. I getting that messed up? There, there was a black guy that survived Night of the Night of the Living Dead, right? No. So no. What, what what is amazing about Night of the Living Dead is he makes it to the end. So this is what makes George Romero such a fucking um, a visionary for that yes. time was yep, he made right. the main character black. He lives until the very end of the movie because he's smarter than everybody. Mm-hmm. He's very very forceful. He gets killed by the police <laughs> at the oh, end of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's that's right. He's in that's the right. window. They think he's a zombie, and the police kill him. Yep. And when you look at that movie now, 20 years yep. later, you're like, God damn. <laughs> like, this dude was really seeing some shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that, that movie came out in 68. Right. 1968. Right. Uh-huh. Talk about a game changer. They're going to get you, Barbara. What do you think of the remake with Tony Todd in it? It's good. Yeah. Which one are we doing first? We can do yours first. Let's get the bullshit out the way first. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ken. <laughs> it, it's, I think it's going to be interesting rewatching. Hmm. So we'll start, we're going to start off with Antoine Fisher. <laughs> and we'll see where it goes from there. I, I know it's going to be some great commentary with it. Then we have Mike's with Bamboozle, B with Harlem Knights, Ken with Legend of Nigga Charlie. Shelton has Which Way Up, and we're finishing off with Rod with Moonlight. So in on the FPS podcast Reddit thread, please drop in your recommendations as far as movies that you would like to, for us to review, black films that you would like to, us to review and uh, rewatch. Uh, we will be selecting one person. Uh, we may do more than one, but for right now, we're just going to start off with one. And also, you have a week once this releases as far as to put your recommendation in. That's one week, seven days. I'll be watching the... Uh, the um, Reddit thread, so make sure that you put it in, and we'll get it to you as soon as possible. So, all right, that's us for this week. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.